Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey homos. homos, welcome back to Happy Healthy Homo, our podcast. I'm Keegan. And I'm Joel. We are boyfriends. We are. We are. Or partners or lesbian life partners whatever you want to call lovers it. i can't say life partner without putting lesbian in front of it okay spouse so, spouse we well, not yet oh do you have to be married to be a spouse i think spouse means a husband or wife yeah well i didn't marriage. Know. how interesting on today's topic. yeah today's topic is all about marriage which we will come on to so that is that's that that was like a seamless segue yeah and you've just messed it up by saying we'll come back to it like we could just roll into it. Okay, sure. I was going to do parish notices, but go on. Go on then. Parish, parish okay, guys, if you're long-term listeners, you know all this. So I'm going to speed through it. If you're not subscribed to YouTube, if you're not subscribed to YouTube, subscribe. If you're listening to us on audio platforms, please log on to Apple Podcasts and rate us five and, stars on Apple Podcasts and review and review. That would be a dream. We'd please love it. Make it a glowing one. Yes, please. And if you've got any thing you want to email us with podcast ideas or anything for our helpful homo series then email us hello at happy healthy homo.com or if you own a gay business or know someone who does or want to promote one yeah. or a gay friendly business please also get in touch with us about that so we yes. can promote it on our happy healthy homo website which is coming soon yeah so is that all the parish notices? that's all the parish notices so parish marriage <laughs> It's all happening today. I was just going to say, on the topic of Helpful Homo, before we introduce this topic, just want to say that today's episode of the podcast is going to be very Helpful Homo-esque. If you've never watched it on YouTube, it's where we answer your problems. Yeah, we'll, um, we, as you know, we are not qualified in any way, shape or form. Um, we have no professional qualifications. It's just our, in this case, solicited mm -hmm. advice um, to the best of our ability to help you out. And what we do on Helpful Homos is you guys send your emails in, we read them out, and then me and Joel will discuss them. And then you guys can wade in, in the comments, get involved, mm -hmm. and help the person out. And we've got an email from Daniel, and it sparked 
the topic of marriage and we thought we'll we'll talk about it i think it's something that people are interested in um is it old hat is it still relevant has it changed is it different for gay people all these kind of things but daniel's worded his email great and i just thought yeah we would do it in the style of helpful homo so yeah Am I going to read this out? Yeah, you read it. You're really good at reading. My dulcet tones. That's you said we don't have qualifications, but I've got a degree in linguistics and you can read. <laughs> so <laughs> well, The bar is low. Um, okay, so I'm a 50-something man that was in an 18-year relationship with a man. We got married at year 17, then divorced at year 18. I feel like the concept of being a married couple messed with our heads and put pressures on our relationship that weren't there before the wedding expectations of new ways for us to act toward each other and treat each other that lent my ex-husband toward a breakdown and affair and ultimately asking for divorce he and i have had conversations about what happened to us after we married and are still confused as to why it escalated so quickly i know keegan's situation is different but how does he feel about the concept of marriage now even if it is to a man is it a psychological shift in a relationship? Is it outdated? Or are the social expectations of marriage part of the problem? How does Joel feel about marriage as someone that hasn't been married before? Curious about your views. Thank you so much. Daniel. Sorry, my first thought was, uh, lol, if I had been married and you just didn't know about it. I nearly did marry an uh, ex-partner for a, so he could get a passport. Yeah, I probably wouldn't <laughs> advertise that. Like, well, I didn't, so I can. And that's how lovesick I was where he was Colombian and he was like, I really need a British passport. And I was like, I'll marry you. And he was like, well, it won't be a real marriage because like, it's just for the passport. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't. <laughs> but it just made me think, imagine if I had this secret life that no one knew about. A green, a green card, getting yeah. a, a visa and that. Yeah, at the time I was like, yeah, if you need me to, I'll do it. Romance, guys, <laughs> romance. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, this is an interesting topic. And that is really heartbreaking to hear that they've been together 18 years and they got married at year 17. And, the and then the year later, they, they broke up. I, I have heard stories similar to this mm -hmm. in the past where people change after them. One person or both people change mm -hmm. afterwards. Um, I know a story of a, a man who married a woman, and he, she said he was lovely, great partner. They got married, and literally overnight, he became really possessive. And so, mm -hmm. then for some people, yeah. at least, there must be some kind of construct around marriage that people behave a certain way, act a certain way. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you feel about it? Well, I think, obviously, it's hard to know. I've never been married. You have. And Daniel, obviously, has been married. So who am I to say? But my first immediate thing to this is, whether you know it or not, surely the pressure is the expectation you've put on the marriage. So I go, oh, for me, someone like me, I don't think that would be a problem because I feel like if and when we get married, it's going to be from a place where I know essentially not much is going to change. Like, we're still living together and... Whereas maybe the expectation has been, you know, X, but the reality was Y. So, for example, someone I know, I had a conversation recently, they're newly married, and they said that they were speaking to their partner, and their partner was a little bit sad and disappointed. It turns out that they were saying, oh, I just thought that it would feel a bit different, and it's and it's not. And and they were like, the one, the, the one that told me was like, and I said to them, well, no, this is... Of course it's not like it's essentially just a bit of paper and it's lovely and I'm really glad we've gotten married but 
why did you think it was going to be any different? And their partner was like, I don't know, I just thought it would feel a bit different. And when I heard that story, I was like, well, I'm not going to be like that because I know it's not. But then the arts, the question would be, then why do you want to get married? But I don't know, it's hard to say that without sounding patronising to Daniel. Yeah, because I'm sure Daniel and his ex-husband think that on a conscious level. Yeah. But something that's ingrained in the subconscious yeah. from... And uh, this is interesting as well because... Joel grew up religious. Mm -hmm. I'm not religious in the slightest. So it's too, and I've, I'm the one who's been married, but I think mm. I, when I got married, I did it. I did it from a societal expectation. I did it because my ex-wife wanted it. And I did, you know, I did love her in mm. the, in what I understood love to be at that point, because I'd never been in love with a man. I, you know, mm. I wasn't out, wasn't comfortable in my own sexuality. So, when I said, you know, that I, I loved her at the time, I, I did, you know, yeah. uh, to the to the best of my ability. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, the, the, I, there are definitely societal expectations. I suppose that maybe depends where you come from, you know, because you got free and easy breezy people who are like, live mm -hmm. your life, man, peace and love, and yeah. like whatever. And then you, you know, people obviously religion, it's mm -hmm. it's a big thing. Um, even like just people with old school values and i'm doing that in inverted mm -hmm. commas because i grew up in a small northern town mm -hmm. and people like that was that was a big reason why i struggled with coming out was mm -hmm. because f like my mom hammered it home from an early age you grow up you get married you have kids you grow up you get married you have kids you get a job you work and they that was like they were so the they've got pillars. similar values then yeah, in they, a way to religious people yeah in terms of their this is your trajectory yeah that's hard to say and yeah they were trajectory. these were the pillars that mm. you you need to build your life on kind yeah. of thing um and that's what you know they are mm. christian values and all that kind mm. of thing and how did you find it then being married to a woman like let's take away the gay side and you not coming out like not being straight and being in that relationship just the marriage side of things did it change your relationship at all with going from a girlfriend to a wife no, was that any well, different it didn't it didn't for it didn't for us no um we, we were a good team before mm -hmm. we were a good team after um i think it's like when you say to someone you know when they say it's for your birthday and you go oh well, i'm 35 now and you go do you feel any different from being yeah. 34 mm. No. I'm, Did it put any strain on the relationship or not really? No, I don't think so. In fact, if anything, I, I mean, I, I, if if I had to say it, probably, you know, maybe went the other way where you go, mm. you know, we, we're locked in. Yeah. But we also had already bought a house together. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a big it's it's much more difficult to get out of that re relationship yeah. uh set up engagement however you want it mm. whatever you want to call it as opposed to getting divorced yeah like it's quite easy to get out of if you want to well, yeah which is sat like and i don't and i'm not saying that to like diminish what marriage is because i think marriage is a nice thing and i think is uh, certainly as gay people um it's a right that's been hard fought for and it means you know it means a lot it's a commitment to another person and it's you know you you're th throwing your lot in with an, another person it's yeah. uh you know we stand in solidarity and we love each other and we want mm. the world to know yeah um and i think that's a lovely thing and i think it's something that we certainly shouldn't take for granted and poo poo but yeah but what i don't mean is 
yeah, I'm married now. Life's easy breezy. Like I'm no. not. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Well, that's how I kind of feel. Like I would feel about marriage. Like I don't. But again, like we said, it's easy for me to say because I've not not done it. But I'm like, oh, but I don't think I'd be in a similar position to Daniel because I don't think I put all that pressure on the relationship. But who knows? Yeah, I might do. Well, the thing is. So- the value of something is determined by you as an individual. Mm. You know, something is only worth what someone is willing to pay for it. Yeah. Whether you say that it's a million pound, mm. unless someone's willing to pay a million pound for it, it's not worth a million pound. Yeah. But you could put that much value in it. Yeah. And it's the same as marriage. Some people put a lot more stock in it and its value mm. and the importance of what it is in their life. As but opposed to I think else. I hold it in high importance, which is why I wouldn't get married like very very quickly because i hold it in such high esteem but it's very different to actually growing up with my evangelical christian background where like so my one of my well lots of my good friends who are christians they get married quite quickly after one two years of dating before they've moved in with each other i've done the opposite of that moved in with you and we're not going to get married for a while yet so it's like i told you (laughs) <laughs> well it's just the opposite way around and in my head well in that i imagine in their head they've never said anything but they would be like oh that's you shouldn't live with someone before you've got well, married the eyes to of your faith yes exactly whereas i go the other way and go oh that's very risky to marry someone before you've even lived with well, them it's logistic it's, it makes logistical it's common sense isn't it? yeah it, it to me it's common sense to them it's not and it's you but know for faith, lots of them it's worked out faith anyway. and common sense don't re- they rarely align right yeah well yeah because you're that's the whole point of faith it's it yeah, is exactly, something that yeah. is like you're putting your trust in something yeah. and it, there's not necessarily the reasons there to help back it up and if you're trying to back up your faith with reasons then is it really faith because yeah. you're not well exactly yeah and um, that's not something that i have to worry about because i don't have no a faith or certainly not that kind of This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It kind of. Mm. you know regimented religious faith was yeah. set up and stuff that that you know pe- people have yeah um so 
for me, that's the the pragmatic logistical way to look at yeah. marriage. And I know that obviously you can, then you can, I feel like you can go too far with it because you can go, well, it's good because then if one, one person dies, mm. just makes things easier. Yeah. You know, it just, it makes legal, all the protections legally, legally makes a lot of mm. things easier. And then like, it's, it's like, well, you're taking all of the romance out of it because yeah. it is a nice thing. It yeah. is, you know, you can look at it and go, it's a complete waste of money. It's, it's a part of, you know, you can do it, you can do it dirt cheap and yeah. go to a red, you know. Well, we've said that we wouldn't want a big wedding anyway. If oh. we were to get married, we wouldn't, well, yeah, you've, you change and flip. No, I, know, I wouldn't want a big wedding. I wouldn't want a big wedding. No, you'd want it to be nice and put some money into it. But it's like, you wouldn't want, we've said that we would, it would not be something where it's like invite loads of people, spend loads of money on it. Cause it's like, well, I'd rather take that money and buy a yeah. house. I, yeah. I think it's so easy for a wedding to become a dick measuring contest. Mm. This is, you know, I've got 150 guests and it's cost this much a head and the, mm. you know, a wedding dress, suits, whatever cost mm -hmm. this, flowers cost this. It's a free, like, well, well done, you spent a load of money, but mm. did you speak to the people? Something yeah. I think for me, especially at our wedding, mm. if we're, you know, if when we're to get married, mm. I would hate for someone to come to my, when they get the invite for our wedding to go, oh, you know, because you do that, don't you? Mm. You get an invite for a wedding and you go, yeah. oh, this is a hassle. Yeah. This is an hassle. I'd hate for anyone to come to my wedding who thinks that. Yeah. So, and I think that the number of people who w would think, oh, I'd love to go to that wedding mm. is actually quite small. Yeah. And that's fine by me. Because I'd actually like to be, you know, when you speak to the bride or groom for five minutes over mm. the whole day. Um, and obviously they're busy in the one, but if you yeah. had a small, like I think it should be something that community, yeah, like, like with the your people, yeah. not you know Aunt Linda who you haven't seen for five yeah. years. Like why is she coming? I ain't got an Aunt Linda by the way, but you know what? You're gonna hate this and disagree with me. But I saw on this morning they had a segment recently about a rising trend in people that ask their guests to pay for their own meal. And I think it's actually something not to be. They were debating whether or not that's okay, and I actually think that that is an okay thing to do. A, weddings are so expensive. B, if someone really wants to come to your wedding, it weeds out the people that are just there for a free bit of booze and food. It's like if you're willing to come and buy your own food, like pay per head for your food, then you clearly want to be there. Keegan's mortified because Keegan values himself as the world's best hostess <laughs> and would die if he ever had to charge anyone for anything in terms of like come to our wedding and pay for it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I would want that, but I don't think anyone should feel shame if they do that. Cause I'm like, yeah, weddings are so expensive. Well, no, but if that's your jam, then go for it. Yeah. For me personally, I've, I like to, I like to look after people. Mm. I'm a coach. I, like it's part it, it, it mm -hmm. gets me off i don't mean in a sex, sexy <laughs> way but I, I like looking after people yeah. um and like you know last last year for christmas cooked christmas dinner for 12 people do i really want to do that no but i like i like doing that for people that i care about um and so the wedding and and that but my counter to that would be that's why i don't want Joe blogs at my yeah. wedding. I, I want people there that I am happy to pay for your meal. Mm. Like if you're getting invited to my wedding, I want to pay for your meal yeah. and I want you to be there because of course, if <laughs> Auntie Linda, who I've not spoken to for five years, this mythical Auntie Linda, <laughs> um, 
I would begrudge paying for her meal, mm. and that's why I wouldn't invite her. Yeah. So I, I understand if people are doing that because they want as many people there as possible, yeah. and it's expensive, of course it is, then I understand that. But I would just go, actually, well, I'm going to cut those people out, yeah. and that's how I would get around it. Mm. So... Yeah, yeah, because I do like being the hostess with the most. I know I hate hosting; it's the worst. If I like when I lived in my house in London, I don't think I had a single friend over. <laughs> I just, I'm like, this is my house. I don't. Why would I want people in my house? Oh, that it's my house. I'm king here. Yeah, like I know I'm comfortable, and oh. I also don't have to leave. But the thing is, Joel, does it, the reason why for that is because you don't like telling people. They need to leave, or can they not do that? Whereas I'm like, you need to go now. Yeah, Keegan's like a like. I remember when we cooked Christmas dinner, and you were like, I, people started arriving while we were still stressed with like cooking. So I was trying to like make conversation and be happy, go lucky whilst being stressed. Whereas Keegan will be stressed in front of visitors and be like, can you just can you do this? Can you help with this? And I'm like, oh gosh, no. Yeah, trying to keep up this facade. Get out of the kitchen. Yeah, and like, don't encroach. If you're gonna, don't just stand there. Like my brother came and just stood there. Get in the fridge. Get me that. Get that. Yeah, I, that's it, a sibling relationship. It was, so it's yeah, fine. exactly. It, but it was my fault because I got the timings wrong. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't mind telling people to leave. Yeah, it's true. But if they if you don't invite them, you don't have to tell them to leave. But then you, you miss out on on the connection. Like if you don't, yeah. But I, if I want to meet my friends, I'll go for coffee or go for dinner or go to their house. But you're not coming to my house. Well, I, I, well that's where we disagree. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody who's ever come to our house. Joel does I've not want me second. to be there. In his no, head. it's not true. And I did have a few, I, <laughs> look at him backpedaling now. No, I did have some friends to my house in London, but just not very many. I am playing it up a little bit, and I do enjoy it once it's done. Like in hindsight, I go that Christmas dinner was really fun, <laughs> but at the time, hate every second. At the time, I'd rather be scrolling on Vinted and buying like oh, secondhand Joel's books. With Vinted, Anyway, <laughs> we've um, digressed. We've digressed massively from the topic of marriage, but. Yeah, I d personally don't think I would struggle with or change with marriage because I feel like it's a natural next step. I'm not putting any pressure on it to happen at any time and I'm not also putting pressure on it in terms of expecting things to be different. I know that brings up the argument then why get married, but I just think I like the romanticism of it and I do like the legal protections it gives you. Yeah, and I, I am a romantic in that sense. I mm. might be, I am very pragmatic, but, yeah. you know, the romanticised idea of, you know, mm. two people making that commitment choosing mm -hmm. to spend their life together yeah like it's an it's it's a i think that's a really lovely sentiment yeah um and i would like to give it a go with someone of the correct sex yeah um so fingers crossed it's me fingers crossed it's you <laughs> you're, you're in the mix you're in the mix you're top three <laughs> uh, but yeah so i think i think there's societal pressure and I also think there's pressure that we can put on it ourselves, yeah. whether consciously or subconsciously, perhaps, yeah. in some cases. It would be interesting to hear what those sorts of reasons might be. I know it's quite exposing for someone to say to strangers what that what some of those reasons behind that would be. But if if what Daniel was saying is just the truth, what he said, that they, they both don't know and they're both confused mm. as to why that's happened. Yeah. But my suspicion is that maybe his partner is a bit of an avoidant attachment which I don't know if you know about attachment theory. Keegan hates it when I go on about it. But that the marriage has freaked him out a bit and has made him like push away. He's felt a bit trapped. Like you were saying, oh, I think it's nice because then you, when you're married, you're sort of locked in with each other. 
to people like us who are securely attached, that's like... Is this really thing. a thing? Yes, babe, it's called psychology. <laughs> and it's been researched by many, many I scientists. I just hate this. What, the reason why I don't like it is when people walk around going, I can't commit to this, or I can't do this because I'm such and such in an attachment style, or I'm a such and such, you know, like a Briggs, uh, Myers-Briggs, yeah. and they go, I'm an ADFDDB. Myers-Briggs is not scientifically backed. What, but people walk around and they say that, and they, and they use it to justify why they, cannot, why they behave in a certain way or why they don't behave in a certain way and it really irritates me I think it's a really cheap get out of jail free yeah. card and that's why when someone goes well that's I behave like that because well, I have this attachment bear in mind so Keegan that, is that's someone my thing Keegan doesn't believe in ADHD so that's take not from true. that what you will Joel that's not true and that is disingenuous <laughs> Joel's his favourite word <laughs> it's disingenuous if you to say that I do believe in ADHD when it's diagnosed by a professional yeah. what I don't believe is when people watch something on TikTok and they go yeah, that's me. I've got ADHD. And then they walk around and try to make it their entire personality. That is what really grinds okay. my gears. Well, hop off your soapbox. And, uh... that's, not, that's not a soapbox <laughs> thing. I'd like to think I'm fir firmly grounded yeah. in the realm of reality. No. But what you're saying about attachment theory here, this is scientifically proven. There's studies that were done on babies and children. It, it was formed as attachments oh, between babies the and their adults. And the... And the they did no. it with monkeys, and they did one so. with a fake monkey. No. Okay. I think that's that the reward, experiment. punishment reward thing. I can't remember who did it. Or you're thinking of Pavlov's dogs. No, they're dogs, not chimps. Um, but no, this was something that they did with kids and how they form attachments to their parents. And then there was someone else that was like, this actually can apply to your adult relationships if you've got an anxious attachment to your parent. The likelihood is you're going to take that into romantic relationships. And the same with avoidant and secure anyway i don't but think i it's... don't have relationships with my parents no but you would still have a attachment to your mum but i don't you never knew your dad yes yeah. you do you everyone has an attachment style so you think that i have a secure like a healthy attachment thing with my no mom? but you can change attachment style so i think you probably the way you were brought up from what you've told me you'd develop more of an avoidant attachment However, you've clearly worked on yourself a lot because I've said to Keegan a lot, I was like, you should be very avoidant, but you are exemplifying lots of secure attachment behaviors to me as someone who I believe I'm secure slash leaning towards anxious and anxious and avoidant people should not be together. And I've dated lots of avoidant people. Um, and yeah, I think I've learned some secure attachment from you. Well, that's good. Means all the money I've spent on therapies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, can't remember how we got into that. But oh, yeah, I was saying I feel like from that email, and again, I'm no expert, but I'm like, oh, it makes it sound as if maybe his partner got freaked out by the, you know, the locking in of the relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean, we've kind of gone off on on the tangent there aren't we but yeah. that is how we do our helpful homo episodes so if you've enjoyed it then check check that out on on youtube yeah i feel like normally we talk a bit more about the other person but i feel like there's no solution to this yeah there's there? no like fix really no i don't think and daniel actually asked for our insights so yeah. i feel like we've ticked the boxes yeah hope so well daniel i hope that everything gets worked out and maybe you even end up back together in the future yeah I'll if it's right for you if it's not then 
I hope you don't. And if you <laughs> maybe you know something more about attachment styles than Joe. Yeah. So please feel free to comment or put put your two penniceless in and see if you've got anything to say. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to reach out, you can do. You can email us hello at happyhealthyhomo.com you can get in yeah. touch on the socials yeah or at happy healthy homo please rate and subscribe all of those things you know what you're doing you now you're and doing. if you're not doing it you're just being tight <laughs> yeah come on please right i'm begging here yeah uh, but thank you for watching we hope you've had an amazing start to the new year mm-hmm. and we'll see you very very soon see you soon bye, bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.